Alright Raiders, Laura Gaga here, also known as Reduction Raider. How you all doing? Hope you've had a good week. Some of you have probably heard me mention my um, right hand Sam, my good friend Sammy. Well she was telling me this story recently of um, she'd stopped off at a supermarket and her car was filled up with... um, coats and clothing for the homeless and she said that she uh, stopped outside the supermarket and as she was going in there was a guy sat outside the supermarket and she'd asked him whether he wanted a sandwich and he said oh yeah can you get me uh, a cheese and ham sub so she said yeah no problem and she went and got him this cheese and ham sub anyway it reminded me of um Sammy and I's holiday to Ibiza um, it's over 10 years ago now and back then my favourite sandwich was a cheese and ham and we'd gone to this little deli and I got a cheese and ham baguette well what I thought was a cheese and ham baguette when I've left there's only um, ham in it there's no cheese so I'm like listen we're going back she's like you're not going back I said we are going back and um, it has to be cheese and ham, not just ham. I want the cheese, we're getting back. So I went back, got the cheese, put in my sandwich. Happy days. Um, you know, anyway, just when she was telling the story of this guy, it just made me think, what must that be like? Not to be able to get your favourite sandwich off your own free will? You know, like... Would he have been able to, um, well, when would have he been able to do that, get that, had she not just stopped at that moment? You know, he wasn't in a position to just um, you know, storm into the store and get his cheese and ham and um, go about his day. Anyway, it just sort of made me think about um, what sort of how privileged I've been with food and how much I've been able to take for granted Um, and so coming back to Sammy and the coats and a car filled with clothes it actually leads me on to my next guest because it's via the coats and clothes and the cheese and ham sandwich that you know Sammy introduced me to a friend of hers who is my next guest but without further ado let us let her tell you a bit more about herself hello hello lovely to have you on oh thank you for having me can you start by telling us a bit about who you are yep um my name is vicky mcgarrigal um i've got three kids uh i live in london um i work for an organization called mind united who help people with lived experience of mental health through football. Um, I also volunteer for Under One Sky, Feeding the Homeless and Clothes. Um, and I'm also doing a little project with a homeless lady that I helped um, get off the streets. Wow, just a few things. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> with everything else going on. <laughs> <laughs> where do you find time to eat oh my god I, do you know what <laughs> I was saying to my partner <laughs> it's really funny because when at first when I was really being busy 
I said to my partner, I'm losing weight. She goes, because you're not eating. I said, yeah, but I just ain't got time to eat. But, of course, what happens when you don't eat regularly and then you eat, it stores fat, don't it? So I just noticed, I said, oh, God, scale's going up <laughs> because, I'm, because I'm not eating how I should be eating in that well, sense. And can you tell us a bit more then about your current relationship with food? Uh, well, it, to be honest, it's always been negative. Um, I've always um, um, had um, a bad relationship with food because food's great. I just love it, but I love the wrong foods. Um, uh, I find at the moment, you know, I've just got not time to get in a sort of, you know, a regular sort of eating habit. So I eat when I can eat and then cause it to be the wrong foods. Um, but yeah, I, I just, and then sometimes I go through phases. I'm like, I don't, I don't want food. don't like it. <laughs> I just get away from me. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting that, um, you say that it's negative because you're using food in such a positive way, you know, is it under what one sky that you're feeding and clothing? Homeless. Oh, Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. Personally, for me, um, you know, I, I eat with my emotions myself. I eat with my emotions. So if I'm really sad and I've had a bad day, I'll eat the wrong foods. But um, it's made me since um, being with Minds United um, and it's all about well-being, keeping fit, being healthy, we, eating the right foods. Like example, we've got our own private chef joseph he's our chairman of the club as well and he cooks fresh caribbean food um when we was in our members club before lockdown and it was all fresh ingredients it was really healthy um and it made me appreciate it because i've just got not the time to do anything like that and um of course there's a shop um organization called uh, bay 20 that help with the homeless and they um with all the food they get donated, they cook their own meals, you know, like pastas, all healthy food. So it made me appreciate food that way because, to me, I've wasted food, you know, and not thinking of the other side and how how, how many people, you know, are not getting enough food. And, of course, with Under One Sky, um, that really hit home where, you know, that you know we get our rough sleepers that any food they appreciate you know well yeah I do um I mean you know fortunately I don't know firsthand um because I am sort of privileged enough to have regular food but it made me think as you were talking you know when you were saying uh, um you know you're a bit of a, an emotional eater and actually I think mm. we're all emotional eaters and I think you know, sometimes we talk about emotional eating as if it's um, really negative, you yeah. know, like where actually, you know, when I hear you talking about like the chef, uh, um, Minds United, is it? Yeah, Minds United FC, yeah. Minds United FC and Bay 20 as well that's making yeah. um, the food and the food that's being given out to uh, the homeless people like when you think about that emotional eating that feels um so positive you know like the emotions yeah. there in sort of being 
safe and secure and comforted and warm um yeah. and and feeling alive and you know when you sort of think about people eating that are in need that are not able to sort of eat as and when they want mm. like you you just want to think about that person emotionally eating it as a negative if that makes sense yes that that's what i mean it's taught me it's taught me a lot you know i've, I've sort of been blinded by that so because we're all, we're all busy in our own life you know before I started in this organization which I love um it's really opened up a lot of things for me but you know I was in an office job and I was behind my computer and I was fed up with life and why am I doing this job you know I don't enjoy it and I was just you know I wasn't thinking of the little details um you know I was wasting food I was like oh, I, I won't eat my lunch today but I was all right uh, I'll throw it away tomorrow you know you know since um and that's the negative part but when you know when I see people on the streets and not eat them or when I'm at Mind United and we got our some of our players and not you know they have hardly no money um you know we get some refugees that you know have a cooked free course meal sometimes through the day with us and they you'll just see their face like they feel like they've been given a hundred pounds you know, it's like amazing for them that they're being looked after in that way, just for food. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because when you was talking earlier, like sort of what kept coming to mind was care, you know. So I guess uh, mm. if you've got, um, you know, these refugees and you guys are cooking together and you're all eating together, it was um, caring and a sense of belonging um and kinship you know and it's yeah. sort of um yeah it, it just feels like you guys are using food as a real vehicle for social change oh um, um, yeah totally yeah but I was wondering as you were talking because you said you know sort of you were would waste food a lot so like yeah. how how does your current relationship with food differ to, to your past relationship with food well, um, it's well now it's a positive, um, you know. I, you know, I did, don't get me wrong, you know. Like I said uh, before, like I, sometimes I'd be really busy and I'm not eating all day or something like that. But when it comes to um, what I experience through my jobs, um, I it's changed my whole experience to my current uh, in current food. Like um, I just think, you know. I can't waste anything now because it's just like example, this lady messaged me yesterday. She got my number and she had all fresh vegetables, bread, you know, when you get it, um, you know, kind of what you do, you know, it sells at a lower price at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, And she said, I don't know what to do with it. And because she was all, all, she was in Heston side and I'm in a London side and it's more central I, you know, there's no way getting to her, but I felt so bad because I thought, oh my God, that's going to go to waste. Um, and before I wouldn't have, not in a bad way, but I would have went, oh, sorry, I can't help if I wasn't involved in what I'm involved with. But because I am involved in what I'm involved with, I thought, how can I get this food to go to a good place? And it's not just for people who are homeless, it's for families that are in need, you know, etc. So, I just put it out there on social media and I got so many responses and um, they t- so many options where this lady could take the food instead of me collecting it. 
Um, so, yeah, so that was amazing in that point because before I would have thought, oh, sorry, I can't help you, you know, it's a shame, you know, kind of thing. Just give it to your neighbours kind of thing. But, yeah, it's just that from her having them loads of fresh fruits and vegetables, it actually went to somewhere where it was needed. I think, well, it's incredible. And it sounds mm. like then that you sort of um, are far more conscious of food and um appreciate it more yeah no definitely I I definitely do um don't get me wrong you know I like my wrong foods we all do (laughs) um you know but I yeah it I would yeah I just wouldn't want no food to go to waste because there's always someone who needs it you know and since starting under one sky and even mind united I didn't know that you could get um at the end of the day you know, shops throwing their food away, which is still in date. Um, but I didn't know there was apps that you can go and collect food and get it for free and then, you know, get it off other people. It's it's amazing part that I didn't know until I started these organisations, really. Yeah, it's eye-opening, absolutely yeah. eye-opening. And what do you think you do well in terms of wasting less? Um... What do I do well? Um, well, I, I, I make sure that I, I buy the right foods as well. And that I know um, I, I tend to in the past, it was more like, oh, I'll just put that in a basket. I'll put that and I won't think about how I'm going to use it. And then, of course, by the end of the week, oh, I didn't use that. It's off now. Um, and that could that money could have went to someone who helped to help or it could have been given to someone. So I make sure that I buy um i buy in great portion size than a lot you know yeah so it don't go to waste that's such an important point do you ever watch that um program on bbc what's it called um i don't not remember eat well how to eat well for less you ever watch it? Oh, yeah. Well for less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, love it. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, so they've got the um, camera crew on um, and they'll watch a family uh, going yeah. food shopping and they see the way in which they shop and then they'll try yeah. and help them change their habits. And what you always see is people going up and down these aisles and it's like mindless shopping. There's no shopping list. They're not really thinking about how or when they're going to use the food. They're just no. throwing things in there. They're just thinking oh I'll have that but they ended up just wasting it completely yeah like sort of just throwing things in their trolley and then I think you know and it's sort of um it's good to sort of have an idea of what you're gonna get you know so like you said when you're going shopping now sort of buying you know the um right portions that's actually something that I struggled with when I first started living on my own because um no definitely you know, because before that, you were always sort of shopping within a family. So suddenly, like, when I was living on my own, I'd find myself buying, like, you know, a big bag of potatoes because that's what I would have done when I'm living with yeah. family, you know, and then you're not using it. Or, you know, back then yeah. I was eating dairy. I'd have a block of cheese. And do you know what's funny, actually? <laughs> because I stopped buying cheese even before I went vegetarian or vegan because yeah. it was always going off because I'd buy a big block I wouldn't use it in time like I said you haven't really thought about how you're using it and then um it just sits there going to waste and I think it's also so important to shop from your cupboards 
like yeah even before we started recording this i was having a look through my cupboard completely yeah. forgot i had a tin of plum tomatoes in there so now i'm thinking all right well i've got some lentils in there i might make a um yeah. bolognese tonight yeah 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 exactly and it's it's funny because when no say like it's coming to the end of the month and you know and the money's not like it's there at the beginning of the yeah. month and I, I say to my partner we got nothing we got nothing well i used to be like that um but now uh where my my attitude changed with food my partner go well we ain't got nothing we just have to have dry pasta and i'll be like nah we got something in there to put with the pasta and you end up finding something you know a tin that um is still in date but it's right at the back of the cupboard and you haven't seen it and you end up making a quite nice meal completely like yeah that's where i feel like i make my best meals you know yeah um, and I think, yeah. and like you said, when you have a look for it, I think it's knowing what to do with something. That's the thing, you know, like. Exactly. Like I've um, been at a friend's house and I've sort of said, well, listen, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, she, you know, let's make something to eat. She's like, oh, I haven't really got anything. I'll go through her cupboards and the amount of dry food she's got is immense, you know. So it will be things like rice, pastas, like whatever else, uh, tins. But I think, you know. It's not shouting out a um, recipe to her or she's, she's not confident in the kitchen. So yeah. she's not thinking about what she can make. So some people struggle, don't they? And like, example, like going back to like, you know, that lady who had, you know, um, baskets full of fresh food. You know, I also with Under One Sky, there's um, a, restaurant, a restaurant called Punjabs. It's been around for a long time. Um and it's been in families and families of generation. And the guy um, who runs it now does so much for the homeless. Um, and what he does, he gets, you know, he gets all um, the the fresh vegetables, uh, rice, um, bread. Um, he's got some like avenues where it's delivered to him. And he would make out of all these random ingredients which is really gone really um he's known as the rap man <laughs> um he would make um uh, vegetable wraps but with a bit of spice and um, being an indian restaurant as well and it, all the rough sleepers love it they said oh is it them wraps you know and all it is it might be baked beans bit of spice potato you know all vegetable you know um vegan in that way I know there's a different vegetable vegan kind of thing, but um, yeah, it, he it just and and it's not that much money, and he's like that's fifty wraps per night, fifty to eighty wraps per night feeding people, you know. Well, it's incredible, isn't it? You know, and then it's um, and I guess as well if you sort of feeding people that are street homeless and you've got those wraps, you know, they're easily portable. You don't have to worry so much about cutlery and the sort of packaging. It's um. You know, yeah. and a bit of spice right up my street. Yeah, definitely. So what do you want yeah. to do more of in terms of wasting less? Um, what do I do want to do more of? Um well uh I wanna I wanna eat healthy more if I'm personally me. Um because um I kind of, like I said, if I'm really busy, I kind of sort of just eat as I go and I don't think about what I'm putting in my, in my mouth. But um, I want to I wanna 
I want to have a structure so I know that like, I plan for, plan for my meals, but to, you know to be uh, that it don't cost that much. Like so, example from Mind United Punjab under one sky, they've taught me that you don't need that much to actually feed yourself and your whole family really. Um, you know the, the 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 sometimes the less is um, better than you spending over the odds kind of thing. I hope you don't mind me saying, Vicky, but what I would mm. like to see you do more of is yeah. care for yourself in a way that you're caring for everybody else. Um, <laughs> you know, so it sounds like like the emotion that you put into food that's feeding others, I'd love to see you yeah. do that for yourself um, because, you know, it sounds like you're so busy caring for everybody that perhaps you get a little bit overlooked. Yeah, well, do you know what? I'm just, I love being busy, uh, but as long as it's positive, I, I love it. Like, I I might seem like I'm a bit tired and I've got too much on, but it's such a good feeling when, once I get things done. And Like, even when I come back from my walks, and sometimes we don't finish to one o'clock in the morning, and I come back and I'm like, oh, I've done it. And I feel good because I helped other people and it makes me feel good. And in, in the way that I know people are looking at me going oh you better have a rest don't get me wrong I do have time out so like on Saturday I was a bit um I didn't hardly sleep I just had a bad night sleeping and I said and my friend went instead of me um and I had I had some time out but you know what it's like when you've got a one-year-old running about climbing everywhere (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think no one sleeps really (laughs) but um but you know also but this is this is another thing like you know when because with Minds United even though um I, I work with Minds United I work with the club but also it's it's a good positive for me because I get to exercise I get to be in a team um I get to socialize and it's just exactly the same with Under One Sky with Pinchard Restaurant it, it's a happy it's not like nine to five going in office you know keyboard 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 you know you're talking to people every day you know you're you're having fun and you're looking after other people but also it's good for yourself it's you know it's a good thing into the soul you know so um so you're getting your nourishment from nourishing others yeah yeah I am and I never well I, I've always don't get me wrong I've always been a kind person but I've never had the time because once you're in that role, the nine to five, you that's it. Most of your day goes making someone else rich. <laughs> what I find, you know, you're working in another company and you're working for your bosses or the bosses of the bosses. Um, but I found I was really negative and I was really low. But since, you know, I feel richer than I ever have before and I'm on less money. That's incredible. That's inc- really incredible. And what would you want to see? What sort of changes would you want to see in the world in terms of like food or food waste? Um, well, I'd, I would want I would want them to cut sugar down okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it's so addictive. <laughs> Do you know what I said? What this is a funny thing, right? So I so last year the reason why I got into Mind United. I um I was told by my doctor that I was diagnosed with diabetes and I was like, oh my God. So everyone was avoiding COVID and I got diabetes stuffed in my face in the first lockdown, but which I thought at the time. 
So I'm making everyone laugh as saying that because I was stuffing my face what, what everyone was doing in lockdown, first lockdown because I didn't know what else to do. Um, and um, I got onto a dietitian because I thought, because it wasn't a severe diabetes, they said, I can turn it around, but I need to get out there. I need to help, eat healthier. And when you're not doing nothing, what do you turn to? Food. Well, go in the fridge again, go in the cupboard again. You know, it's the only thing that could make you happy. And I found that from a lot of people in the first lockdown. What did you do? Well, just that, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Um, So I went online and I said, right, I'm going to join a club. I know I'm 38, but I used to be quite sporty when I was at school. And, you know, I always enjoyed it. And I thought, come on, just do it. And then I said to my dietitian, I said, I feel so embarrassed. I'm 38 and I'm going to join a football team. Uh, So she said, no, just do it. Do it. It will change your life. So, of course, this football team I walked into on a Saturday just playing FA um, where all communities can just join this football day, like a couple of hours football. And it was in Labrook Groves. You can imagine, like, it was all like um, young kids and there's me walking in who's 38. When I say young kids, it was young adults. And um, and they made me feel so welcome. They was really encouraging me. I was scoring goals. I was like getting a pat on the back, go Vicky. And I was like, yeah, I love this, you know, kind of thing. And that's how I met Mind United because it was Mind United. Wow. And then I, then I, then this is only last August. And then I was like, I started talking to Tarek, the founder. He was telling me what the club's about. And I'm thinking, wow, oh my God, mental health. I've struggled um, um, in my past life with uh, mental health. I mean, you know, I've got, not got a diagnosis, but I've always um, suffered with a bit of depression um I, f- I find if I, I go like in a dark place but I always come out of it but then I can dip back into it but I keep myself going you know but then my partner she suffers with mental health and I thought he said and then Tarot made me feel so welcome he said everyone's either got a little bit it could be anxiety or it could be severe but we don't judge we're all on the same page and we're all here to help each other and it helped me understand my partner's mental health talking to these players and these guys that had just come out of hospital um and yeah and it and it just went on from there and look where I am now because since Minds United I wanted to get more into other organizations to help more people and then and then it's ended up me getting into Under One Sky, doing that one-to-one talk, giving out food, appreciating these people not eating for like two days and then them having that cheese or that peanut butter sandwich is like the best thing they've like received all week and then going on to finding Lorraine and thinking, oh, my God, something's got to be done. And, yeah, and that's where I'm at wow. now. Wow, so it was literally by signing up to the football club that you began sort of via that you began work um mind united yeah they changed my life um and i do um i sit here and think the the reason why i'm here now talking to you today it's like it's my life or something (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) you used to love that program you know (laughs) yeah i always wanted to be on it you know Absolutely, yeah. I don't know what I was going to be on it for, but you know, whenever I watch it, like I'm picturing picturing myself out there and people coming to talk about me, and 
All right, Laura, this is your life. I just love the photo album. No, oh, like brilliant. Book. I just always wanted the book <laughs> kind of thing. But, um, yeah, and I, and I have to say, you know, Mind United in North Kensington, uh, they've changed my life because I've met so... Uh, they help so many people um, from ex-game members to mental health to well-being, people suffering um, with addictions... Uh, so it's open to all. Also, people are suffering with food addictions as well, trying to battle to lose weight, and they need that encouragement. Um, so when we're all eating together, we're eating the same, and it's all healthy. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. That's incredible. There's so much I love there. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, at 38, you just sort of turned your hand to trying something new, and even though you was nervous and apprehensive, you know, you just... Um, yeah. Well, you got out on that pitch, you know, that's amazing. I know. And do you imagine my first day, because I, I took my sister-in-law with me and I was like, oh, honey, you've got to come with me. I'm a bit embarrassed. And it was Lappet Grove. And all you think is like, yo, 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 and all that. So I was like, oh, God, Hannah, come with me. And we did. And even Hannah, right, and she wouldn't say boo to a ghost. She's this lovely uh, young girl. She's my brother's girlfriend, younger brother's girlfriend. And she went, oh, my God, Vicky, they made us feel so welcome. And I, it was the first time she kicked a ball as well, you know. Um, but, yeah, and, and through this... I'm on the I'm in I'm playing the league, mental health league That's as well. Amazing. Um with mixed with mixed um girls and um um boys and yeah, girls and boys, you know. And I love how you described as food as sort of being um what connects you all, you know there and you're all eating the same as well, you know. That's yeah. lovely. Um when you yeah. were talking, you mentioned Lorraine. Can you tell us who Lorraine is? Yeah, so uh, Lorraine uh, McKendry, she, I met her, um, so my friend Monica um, said, I noticed she was doing some um, homeless volunteering and, and I thought, hang on, it's lockdown again, I'm not going to do what I'd done first lockdown, um, but I'm going to get out there and I'm going to help, you know, and Monica always went on about this lady Lorraine too, because she's good friends with my partner. And um, I thought, oh, this Lorraine, how can she be on the street? She's a pensioner. Oh, my God. Because like, that's how she explained. She's 64, you know. So when I first um, met Lorraine, she stayed at Euston Steps, Euston Church, and just laid on this step. Now, I ever always see her sitting down because it was, it was kind of late time we got to her, about 10 o'clock. And we connected straight away. You know, when you feel like, I don't know, like uh, that feeling you feel like with a nan or an, an auntie. Um, and I'm thinking, she's, I don't think she should be on the street. No one should be on the streets. But, you know, when you think, how? How did this happen? Because she had, um, against no one who has got uh, any drug abuse, uh, no mental health against no one who's got, who's got a mental health. But... I just thought, hang on, you know, what's happened? And she just got lost in the system, really, you know, and she's got a story behind her. I'm not going to sex with her all night. But, um, and I said, and I kept on saying to her, I, I can't leave you, Lorraine. It's like leaving your mum or your nan on the step. I was like, I can't. I said to Monica, we can't. And she said, I know, Vicky, I've been trying to work out how we can do it. I said, what we need, we need to get her consent because we can't just go and get money for her because she might not want it. Because some homeless people are homeless for a reason because some of them want to be homeless. Some of them 
they don't have a choice, but some, I know it could be many of things that they have mental health. Um, they, they're on the run, <laughs> they're, they're hiding or they, they've had a big bust up with their family and, you know, etc. But, um, so you can't help everybody, but you can give them that one-to-one support and it might be the first chat they've had a week, you know, and you're building that sort of relationship with them. But with Lorraine, um, I said, you know, and she told us because of her pension and she couldn't draw her money out and the job seeker didn't uh, d- d- didn't give her any money because she didn't have an address, et cetera, et cetera. So there was this one lady and her name's Sarah, Sarah Gregg, and I know her from Friends with Her Friends when I went to um, this yoga event. Um, and she said that, and I just put up on the post, um, I need some thermals for this lady called Lorraine. She's 64 and it's going to snow this week. Um, and this, and Sarah went, hang on, I'm an ex-swimmer and I'm an ex-teacher because Lorraine's an ex-Olympic swimmer from Canada, even though she's British, but she moved up to Canada, she moved to Canada. Um, and and I, she said, I want to give her £50. I was like, oh, hang on, I better ask her because if I don't want to offend her because she said she never begged, she always volunteered in churches to get fed for food she never was one for begging um and it was one of them that one day she might not eat and the next day she might um so um I said let me ask Lorraine so I went up to Lorraine when I was here on the Wednesday night I said Lorraine this lady called Sarah she's an ex-swimmer and an ex-teacher and she believes in you and she wants to give you 50 pound cash would you take it she went oh Vicky only if it's from your mate only if it's from you and the mate I don't want it I don't want it these corrupted companies because she has been exploited in the past um and I said no I promise it's a friend of a friend but I have met her she's you know she's she's a good woman and um yeah and that's where it started and I gave her the 50 pounds she went thank you so much now I can get a bus pass to keep warm on the buses oh my god that just broke my heart as well um not oh I want to buy some food or, you know, it was just to keep warm on the buses because TfL was refusing to give her a freedom bus pass because she didn't have an address. Again, that's another story. But then I said, look, Lorraine, loads of people messaged me and they want to give money to you. And the only way we can do this, I can't have it in my account because <laughs> it looked weird. I said, we'll have to do a GoFund. So it took me a couple of times to talk to her and trust me, because I could be anyone exploiting her, not saying that happens, but it does happen. And, you know, she don't know me from Adam. She knows me as, oh, Vicky, you know. And she finally said yes. And overnight, um, Laura, it went up to about three grand. Next night, four, five, and now look at 38,000 Wow. Within a month, with a month. And what's good? What are you guys going to do with that money? Well, so um, so it's £38,000, which we wasn't expecting. Um, so um, we, because now she, first of all, we was wondering it was five grand. Because overnight, we didn't expect, we did expect it because we knew that people would see what we see, even if they didn't meet her. They would know that we were being honest. This lady shouldn't be on the streets. But when it happened overnight and we got about three grand, I was like, Monica, we can't wait to five grand. We, we got to go and get her now. It's freezing out there. So just get her in a hotel. But Monica said that. Well, she sorted it out. Bless Monica. She put it on her credit card. Because everything we've been getting is all out of our own money because we haven't got the funds mm-hmm. yet. 
So we're paying it all out of our own money, and especially Monica, bless her, on her um on her credit card. So we got her in the hotel, and we were so worried. I said, right, we've got, say, five grand. I said, we need to be careful now because we don't want to reach up to five grand, and then you'll be out on the streets again. We need to be careful with the money because you know what it's like paying rent and food, and, you know, it all adds up. Um, so, but... We was uh, the gods are shining down on the rain because um, she didn't have to worry no more because within two weeks it was like as soon as it hit the media as well it was like twenty thousand pounds, uh, twenty five thousand pounds, and it was going up thousands by the day. Um, and so she's still in the hotel at the moment. That means because we don't have to rush, you know, she can enjoy that hotel for the moment because she's got the money, you know. Um, so our long plan is we don't want to rush getting her. Oh, look, look, just go in that flat. We have been on flat viewings, but they've had stairs and we've got to think of her arthritis and stuff. Um, you know, we, we she always wanted to stay in Camden area. But again, we're trying to go because she's owed. She's owed. The, she's owed from the government um, a council house or housing association. So. But again, because this is a lot of money, this is the first time I've seen that amount of money and I'm thinking, oh, God, I don't want it in my account. Um, but we have been in touch with a solicitor and we, our plan is, and not at the moment until we speak to the solicitor to make sure, but that's Lorraine's money. But what, because of what's happened to Lorraine, we've got so many emails, people wanting to help other people. I go through my email box and there's people all over Scotland and Yorkshire. Um, there must be really nice Scottish people because <laughs> it's mainly from there that they've offered their houses, they've offered their holiday homes. And I thought, ding, ding. I thought, hang on. I said, the rain's okay now, but there's another lady who you may be able to help. And they said, like, yeah, no worries, we'll help her. So it's just finding, and of course, you know, and it's getting trusting the other ruffler sleepers for them to trust us that it's not like some, you know, oh, you'll be all right and we'll leave you. We'll help them back, get back to reality. So, so, so with it then that the plan is with that money to get Lorraine and other rough sleepers in long-term rentals? Well, that's Lorraine's money. So what our plan is, because Lorraine is a very clever woman and she knows what it's like on the street. So our plan is that she can be like a spokeswoman. She can tell the government what it's like and what's needed. And, you know, because Lorraine's not the only one who tells us, you know, since when I went on to LBC, all the homeless people that I serve in Topland Court Road listened to that and I didn't know they did. And they want me to be a spokeswoman for them. And I'm like, oh, God. I said, <laughs> I don't think I'm, um, you know, intelligent for that. But they said that they, I know what they go through. And if, because I sounded good on that interview, I think it was my nerves to be honest, they want me to carry on fighting their battle. But then I said to them, guys, not me, Lorraine. Lorraine can do well, this. So, like, so like, you know? what's the plan? Is it like, like does Lorraine know what she's going to do with that money? Or she had it? Yeah, so Lorraine, she, it's basically she's just going to... Um, um, it would just be her savings into what she wants to buy. And if she does want to move out of London, she might be able to buy a place um, actually outright um, because they're cheaper out of London, of course. You can get a nice little one-bedroom for quite 
good money still in certain areas. Um, but in London, it's so expensive. But the long term plan is it can, it's going to turn into Lorraine's trust um, and she's going to help other homeless people. Um, so that is her money. She's every deserved right of her money. So she can spend it on what she wants. But at the moment, she's just she's just spending it in her hotel room. It's about, you know, we say it's about a grand a month anyway, because that's how much it is for rent anyway, if, if you were staying in a one bedroom place near enough. So she's happy at the moment. So she's not rushing. But there's so there's like you, you can understand there's so many interviews, there's so many projects going on. We're just like, she's just so grateful for everyone that has supported her and helped her get to where she is now. Because you can imagine four and a half years on a step. Well, and it's incredible what you can get done when you've got a, um, you know, sort of a couple of determined ladies like you putting your heads together. I mean, it just makes you wish that we could do that for every homeless person. Well, this is the thing, do you know, a friend who works at the Under One Sky, he said to me the other day on the phone, he said, because he does a lot of the camera work for Under One Sky, and he said, Vicky, you do know it's amazing what you've done. I went, yeah, but Frank, you would have done it. And he went, I don't think I would have. Not in a horrible way. He just said, I, you know, not a lot. You, you think people just automatically do that. But, you know... Not everyone would do that, and I and I'm like, yeah, but I just think that everyone would do it. Well, I think I think what you were saying earlier about almost a nine five and getting caught up in the rat race. I think you know when I think back, the most I've donated to charity has been since the first lockdown Mm. has been over the last year, and I think there's something to do with. I think one on a practical basis, I was doing less, so I'm spending less. You've got more of a disposable income. I think. Two, I think you know, I'm I'm at home. You know, I'm working from home. I'm sort of seeing yeah. day in day out, like on social media or on the news, this cause that cause, and you're thinking, okay, well, let me donate, let me do this, let me do that. Whereas I guess normally when you're going out to work, yeah. you're rushing around. You're almost sort of, excuse the pun, but just existing in. Um, your own bubble yeah, that... that I think there's something mm. about sort of when things slow down and you're exposed to it's weird because I think actually when I was going to work yeah. I was physically seeing more homeless mm. people and I would give food out when I you know if I was passing somebody who I saw was street homeless but actually since yeah. I've been at home and seeing homeless people less I found myself yeah. um making more of a financial contribution than what I had before yeah, yeah. And it's so true because, like, example, um, me and my partner were sitting there and because I started with the under one sky and I went and I was like, oh, my God, the charity shops are closed. We've got a window here. So all I done is put out a post saying that, um, you know, people really need clothing. They haven't got none and they need covers. They need old sleeping bags that you went camping seven years ago and you've not used it. You know, if you want to clear out your house. And all I've done is a simple post like that, short and sweet. Ever since that, Laura, my daughter's room has been filled up, and she's got a double room, filled up to the top of donations. We, It's like, it's been crazy. So under one sky, they, yeah, they do um, get, um, do the donations for food and, you know, for, you know, 
people running around to restaurants and you know serving um our rough sleepers but the clothing side to do that Mikhail said it is a big it's like a full-time job but I, I kind of just done it. I didn't think it would be that big, but it worked. Like because I did have this time, it worked. So we've we've not only fed our the home um, rough sleepers, we've um, and give them hot drinks. We've fully clothed them in nice stuff. We um, take out tents where we got a um, Amazon uh, Amazon wish list that people just send all these parcels to our house. Like the t- uh, the Amazon guy goes one two and it goes up to wow. parcels <laughs> and yeah it's like it but that again thank you for everyone all communities coming together everyone and like you said everyone is just coming together they're realizing hang on the world stopped for a bit and because not that busy life they've sat they've sat back and thought about it like me like you like everyone and thought hang on, I've been too busy here to even notice. We knew all that was going on, but we've got our own lives to run and keep it on top of things. Well, yeah, like you know? E17 said, we've got to slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We've exactly. got to slow it down. Exactly. Uh, oh, I Vicky, know. it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you. And, um, you know, oh, and I'm sure you. that there's going to be so many people motivated by, uh, you know, hearing you talk and all the stuff that you are doing just because you decided to do it. It's incredible. Yeah, I reckon if everyone, I know sometimes it's hard for people to get involved in something like this because life is busy and we really do need to concentrate on our own families as well and ourselves. But if you have got the time, just to you know help a little bit you know these lot these people come to my door go thank you thank you so much but I went I go thank you for bringing it to me because without you I wouldn't be able to distribute it you know and they're thanking me for doing the heavy stuff but I'm like don't worry I'm losing calories (laughs) (laughs) it's fine I'm getting fit. And you know what? I think that's almost um, as well an important point to finish on because I think sometimes when we think about sort of charity and volunteering and doing stuff for others, we see it as, you know, it can be considered selfless, but it's not actually. You know, we do these things because we gain from it. You You know, whether it's like we sort of yeah. feel good about ourselves. We gain self-esteem. Like you said, you're walking more, you've got into football, you know, you're taking your health in hand. You know, we, we do things because we yeah. gain something from it as well. And, um, you know, and exactly. I think if we can focus on that, that almost keeps us all connected as well. And, you know, and I guess there's something about yeah. that. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's just important to recognise as well, because I think if we can sort of consider what we gain from helping somebody else, we'll be more inclined to do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about being positive and you're around positive people. And that's what I found. The people that I'm around um, help me because we're all on the same page. We're all trying to help our all communities and come together 
and I've met a, a lot of amazing people. And I've met you oh. through this as well. So, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I've met a lot of amazing people. So it, it's 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 all good if we can all help each other. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. And so mm. if people do want to help and get involved, where's the best place to find you? Um, you know, uh, the best to find me on so- social media, um, um, I, my numbers on social media anyway, so I don't really hide it. But yeah, um, social media, you know, what's the your... longest name in the world. <laughs> and, is, and is that what your Instagram <laughs> handle is? Yeah, so my own one is Vicky McGarrigal, um, and then I've got Mind United FC, who help with lived experience and mental health through football, um, and then Under One Sky. Um, so, and then the Lorraine story is also on social media as well because a lot of people want to know the the happy ending, and you know, and uh, living her high life from sitting on uh, sitting on some steps, Amazing. you know. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you, oh, thank you for having me. No, do you know what? I'm going to finish much. off with a Jerry <laughs> with a Jerry Springer. Remember, we, Jerry. <laughs> Remember you used to say, look after yourself (laughs) and each other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Positive, positive. All right. So, Vicky, Raiders, look after yourself and each other. (laughs) Yes, Raiders. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What an absolute sweetheart, Raiders. I'm full of emotion hearing Vicky talk about food, the power of food, and the way in which she's used this as a vehicle for social change. You know, it just goes to show how much can be achieved by one small act. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, Raiders. And until next time, take care. Bye.